This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. We are all looking on, with shock, at what's going on in the Ukraine. The last time a Russian bomb didn't shell this hard, it was Rob Ball leaving the Pips Comedy Club open mic in tears, going home to drown his sorrows in sunflower seeds. Our IPA livecast starts now. How dare you, Shannon? How dare you? First of all, I had a great reaction at Pips Comedy Club. And second of all, I'm technically not Russian. I'm Ukrainian. So get it right. In this situation, you're the bottom, not the top. Oh, my goodness. Rava, have you ever been compared to Vladimir Putin before? Uh, I don't think I have. I think it's the first. Welcome to RIP Alivecast. It is Saturday, February 26th. I'm still on the West Coast, so it is very early for me, and I drank last night, so oh a little hungover, mm. but I have my, my cold brew, and I'm ready to chat with my buddies, Sid yeah. and Darren. Welcome. Yeah, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> uh, but I do want to start with, with a serious note. If we have any Ukrainian listeners, uh, my deepest sympathies to you mm-hmm. and like what's going on there is very very serious it's no laughing matter and it's really scary and I, I very much feel for the ukrainians and i think i'm very impressed with their bravery in light of what's going on Darren, why don't you give us a, a quick little explainer what's going on in ukraine uh putin uh decided that the u.s uh and like NATO encroachments into the region were antagonizing him and he told them to back the fuck off and they said no and him being a strong man dictatorial leader he said okay you want to test me and he went uh, marched into eastern Ukraine and all the way to Kiev and bombings at the airport and different places in Kiev and there's war crimes being committed and regular people civilians uh, although the the excuse is that uh, the Ukrainian president armed the people he handed out guns so now russia can just say oh well they're they're combatants you can't geneva convention me because i'm just killing people with guns uh but yeah horrific war crimes are happening all across ukraine whatever the whatever the uh justification is or the the uh you know whatever you feel about the u.s or either side this is just horrific horrific things that putin's basically behaving like the u.s usually does so we cannot whether you're a leftist or any kind of political ideology you cannot support what putin is doing yeah exactly they're not necessarily you know i'm I'm no fan of u.s foreign policy but what's going on in ukraine is is not cool (laughs) to say the least the one thing i'll go ahead sorry when did we agree to change the spelling of kiev (laughs) because <laughs> this week is the first time I've seen K-Y-I-V be like the general accepted spelling. Oh, well, I actually K-I-E-V. saw an ex- I, I saw an explainer on it. The K-I-E-V is the way uh, Russia spelled it. Mm. And then the, mm. the new way is like the independent way, like the Ukrainian way. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that, it's still uh, weird is, that I only noticed that this kind of, week. It, They've been it's a, it's like a, yeah. Well, I think also... They've been spelling it like that for a while. It's just mm. the international stage didn't really recognize it until until yes. this incident. Got to have a few bombs it, dropped on you for. <laughs> it's considered, I guess, like insensitive though to to, to spell it the Russian way. And not That's like dead naming right. them, sort of. Yeah, and and also also it, they've ruined my joke now. 
I don't feel comfortable telling my joke of jokes because, you know, I, I it's hard for me to even identify as a Russian anymore. It's you know, hard to for, to for newer listeners. My joke. I want. I just. I just want to set the stage here. Is my name is Rob. My mom is from Russia. My dad is from Iran. Iran. I'm Russian. I'm in a hurry. Hey. <laughs> well, it was Russia when your mom lived there. So that's right. But it's now still... it's not. Now te- technically, my mom is not Russian. My mom is Ukrainian. I am that's the Ukrainian her. Iranian, which sounds more like a cool <laughs> Russian gimmick. <laughs> you, well, you left out one part of that, which is that. This is not something you made up for a podcast. This is something when you were 17 through 21, you used to tell literally every single person you met. That was my intro line. Yeah. <laughs> it was your icebreaker. What, are you in a hurry? <laughs> well, I want to say about this situation that irked me and uh, about how people talk about this is that they're all acting like like Putin woke up and had a bagel and decided, I'm just going to slaughter millions of people now. <laughs> Which reminds me of the Iraq war. It was like, what, oh, you know, the Al-Qaeda, they're just savages. And they, and they woke up and decided to take box cutters and slam into, like, uh, buildings. I think you can criticize what Putin is doing and also recognize that the U.S. had a lot to do with what, what is going on here. You know, like U.S. throwing their weight and balls around in the area. It doesn't... Even beyond that, like for me, the weird thing, and like my mom, I get a lot of like, <coughs> what, what is CNN saying from my mom? Because that's all she watches now, which is better than when she used to watch Fox News. Sure. But it's still like every day, just panic phone calls, panic, panic, panic. Um, And she's just like, Putin, he's crazy. He's a madman. I'm like, what? I, I don't agree with what he's doing, but it's not crazy. Right. It's... Crazy is like if you can't even think of a justification or an explanation or why would someone do this? I feel he's a fucking powerful dictator and he wants to see how just how powerful he is. There's nothing crazy about that. He might lose. Yeah, he, he's calling a bluff, basically. Crazy. Yes. I he know. has geopolitical objectives in what he's doing. It's yeah, not like I feel he... I in terms of strategy, I think he's one of the smartest leaders in the world and you know i I'm not saying he's, it's all I, he's for a bad guys but smart yeah, does not equate to, to good or respect yeah right exactly like uh i i don't like he's a terrible person but you have to acknowledge that you know he's not an idiot he knows that the united states cannot do anything because it will be world war three so they have to sit and wait till he's done doing bombing what he's bombing and then wag their finger at him they know that he they're powerless and the thing also you know i don't want to all lives matter this oh, <laughs> because uh but i understand what you mean uh in the sense of like you know it's very terrible that ukraine is being bombed uh and we should give it the respect and you know the, the sympathy that that is required but at the same time it's like u.s is bombing somalia you know, like what's going on in Ukraine is going on daily in Gaza. You know, it's it's nothing new. Uh, and it it makes me a little sad. But again, I, I'm not trying to take anything like, you know, remove the seriousness. But it's like it makes me sad that some of these other geopolitical issues don't get the same amount of media attention. As I, I was this is another debate I was having with my mom. Where I was just like, why are you freaking out so much about this specific one? Like, there's stuff like this happening every day. Is it because this one is only involves white people? 
<laughs> like, is that you know, it? I think that's kind of, I think that's a big part of it. Well, she has the excuse that she's from that region. Yeah. 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 But you're not let's wrong. Go the, <laughs> let's go to the chat. Got some, got some comments. Uh, EOTW points out that it's not said Kiev. It's Kiev. Kiev. Yeah, that sounds weird to me. So I'm going to keep saying it the way I used to. They say K Y I V is how it's spelled, and that's that's like a vowel slide in Russian, if I understand. Mm. Right? Kiev. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's my toxic Belarusianness. So I'm going to just keep <laughs> saying it the way I'm used to. <laughs> You're Russian Spec- canceled, Sid. Speculum ask: Is this RT? <laughs> the I wish. State media. <laughs> We get some Which, more advertising way, like, dollars. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and then uh, El Dorito points out that's why Pip's Comedy Club closed a week later because <laughs> of my open mic. <laughs> well, you know what he's saying that your comedy was so such a paragon of humor that they couldn't match it anymore. It broke the mold. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it really did close. By the way, that's very perceptive. I don't know if we, <laughs> we mentioned that, and he we did talk it, about it. Yeah, or or if or if he just made a joke. But it closed like a few years later, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, because he's more open mics. Sad, That's dry. <laughs> it's sad driving by there and seeing it now because it's like some restaurant or whatever. Yeah. But the the bones of the building are still the same, so you can tell it's still the same. It's a good uh, restaurant, building. by the way. I don't know. Nobody cares. I've never been. There. Which restaurant there. is it? I don't it's, remember. Uh, it's a steakhouse, and I can't. We I ate there like six years ago. So Applebee's. No, it's it's like a real steakhouse, like a Russian steakhouse, and it was dead. It was like we were in there, and it was like we were the only two people in there at like 9 p.m. Uh, and I couldn't figure it out because the food was it was like a it was like a world class steakhouse in the middle of Sheepshead huh. Bay for some reason. This uh, was recently you went, or no, is this like a while six back? years ago. Oh, okay, okay, have some somewhere around there, and it's still there, even though they so I might have been there on a, on a slow night, but yeah, interesting. I have to check it out. Better than the fucking oh. shitty peanuts and pretzels that at Pips. I never got to go to Pips. What? Weren't you there? Oh, no, you no. there that day. No. no, no. Never went to Pips. Oh man, I, I figured open. you'd be all over that. You're like a comedy uh, aficionado. Yeah, but like, I don't know that I went to too many comedy clubs like in my like high school and early college years, and also oh. like. Did they really have too many like headline comedians? It was mostly no. local acts, right? They, no, they, they, oh, they, would have, they, they yeah, didn't they have would. like any A listers, but they had like bottom of the B listers. You know, they had C yeah, list like Jackie come. Martling, which like you know, well known, well known, but in the New York area, but not super famous okay. uh, yeah. Yeah. comedians, or used to be famous. Yeah, right. Barry Sobel, uh, did he ever perform there? He probably performed there. Not that I remember, but probably. No. Before we uh, move on uh, from the all the news from Ukraine, I do want to say that it's been like, in terms of world leaders, Zelensky is looking like a mega baby face, the president of Ukraine. <laughs> Until they fucking murder him and his family. I mean, if they murder him, he's going to be. He'll still be a, a baby murder. face, I guess, but yeah. in a box. But it's, it is, I have to say, it is really impressive that he's staying in Ukraine. Like, mm-hmm. if. You know, if the U.S. wasn't a superpower or whatever, and, like, the U.S. is getting bombed, Biden's getting the fuck out of here. You know, like, he's not <laughs> hanging out in D.C. You know, he's going to Canada. He'd be in Cancun whatever. with Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and well, he'll just think like, he's in, 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 in high school in 1924 when they were doing, like, air raid uh, drills. <laughs> just hide also, under his it desk. Is, <laughs> uh, it is really interesting how this is, like, I don't know if this is the first social media war, but... 
It is incredible how much. No, I think when people were trying to decide whether that dress was blue or gold, that was the first (laughs) social media war. But like, it's crazy how Twitter is the main information source because it's the most, it's the easiest way to get raw, unfiltered information from there. Just people posting directly. Just don't read the comments. And even Zelensky himself. And so I just want to quickly play this one video. Uh, that's been going around, and it's like a selfie video that he shot on the streets of fucking Ukraine. Uh, and it's him, him and his bro clubbing with my bros. Wait, what? Let me, oh, Let me play this video. Oh, let me. Uh, so to to the did he add non- the music? Uh, no, th- this this tweeter added the music, oh. but I guess it doesn't really work as well if you're listening. So I'll just translate as it's going on. Good evening to you all. The head of the government is here. The head of the president's office is here. Prime Minister whatever is here. Advisor is here. The president is here. We're all here. Our soldiers are here. Our citizens are here. We are all here. He's about to spit. Is that John Lovitz behind him? And it will stay that way. Glory to the men and women defending us. Glory to Ukraine. Glory to the heroes. Look how badass is that? Look at this. Sid, this I have is a like question. This Quentin Tarantino movie here, so this is like Inglorious Bastards over yeah. here. <laughs> Sid, can I ask a question? Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the uh, the the hip hop beat from the Eight Mile Final Battle that they're playing there? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Everybody from the three one three. It's definitely something I've heard before. Can you cue that up? It again, might Rob, be. Please? Or is it like a Mob Maybe. Deep song? I can't remember. Can oh it? yeah, that sounds like I don't know. Maybe. Sounds like my Premier Minister Yo, DJ. Spin that shit. <laughs> Can you imagine but I can't, I literally cannot imagine Biden making a video like that. Well he doesn't know how he wouldn't know how to make a video with his phone. <laughs> Rob, so sorry. yeah, no, somebody else would have to be filming. Zelensky is very brave for being out in the streets of Ukraine at this time. By the way, why are there palm trees in the background of that? Uh, <laughs> what is that all about? Well, I think we've got a Russian sympathizer in our chat. Do you see this latest comment, Rob? Uh-oh. Well, let's see. If people knew all the horrible things that happened in Donbass, they would feel differently. Oh. Just a big spear ca- smear campaign against Russia. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, I think there's what happens when you put Ukraine in the show description, Rob. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess so. I think there's uh, there's some a lot of justification to say that Russia is retaliating for some shitty things that the other side did. I don't know about a smear campaign about against Russia. It's pretty clear they're overstepping their boundaries. I just want to chime in one more thing about this and the way that this is all hitting me personally. Mm-hmm. I find on on renowned website Chatterbait that let's say one third of the performers are from North America, another third are from South America, and I'd say that the last third are from Ukraine. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm really worried about all the lovely early twenties women that make their money on Chatterbait from their bedroom in the Ukraine. And oh. what like 
I, I'm scared that I'm going to be looking at a performance and all of a sudden her fucking apartment's going to blow up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that's like a win-win. You get to see some crazy. I don't like... see that shit. He's not going to Chatterbait for war updates. It's bad Darren, enough when one on. of the women is like working her butt with a dildo and all of a sudden there's some brown that comes out and she's all embarrassed. I hate that. What? That's happened. Or when a woman uh, a woman's fingering herself very vigorously and her time of the month starts mid-performance. What? That's, that's bad enough. I don't need to see somebody's fucking limbs get blown oh off goodness. in the middle of fucking herself with a double dildo. Can you can you imagine like in the year 2250 there's like war historians and like this generation's Archduke Ferdinand was uh the woman with the double dildo. Masha. <laughs> Masha with the gape. Well, you know how Chatterbait <laughs> You know how Chatterbait there's that toy like the Love Sense or the Love Sense love or whatever it's, it's called. Yes. Uh, where it's basically a vibrator that it's like a smart vibrator that you can like connect to your computer and when people tip yeah it'll vibrate so it's like Whoa. you're fucking the model Sounds it's very interactive pink. it's Not honestly i think the safest it's form cool. it's the safest form of sex work in my opinion because oh, yeah. it's like it's a it's everyone gets to have fun and and nobody is in danger of being uh, abused. You but never have to meet being... another filthy human being is the, is the key point there. Right, right, exactly. Like, you could interact with a creep without them, you know, possibly yeah. uh, violating you. The instability uh, but... is removed from the situation. Mm -hmm. But what if Love Ants gets in on this war stuff, right? Oh, and no, they make they, them explosive? They like, yeah, they do, like, a vibrator that also has, like, explosives on the other end. So, like, when you tip, not only is it like massaging the girl it's also shooting out ro <laughs> rockets wait shooting rockets out of her vagina yes i thought you meant oh. this was like something the russians can use to blow up ukrainians oh okay sure i'm thinking of ukraine side i'm not i'm not trying to give russia war strategies here okay? well I'm rob you can make it like like ru chat russian roulette and it's like every sixth uh Tips makes it explode, and you just never know which one it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> just random, just a random number generator online, and then the, oh, this is the one where her asshole explodes. Oh my god! Dusty oh. Rhodes Muffler in the chat asks: Is Mama Raba Ukrainian or Russian? She's Ukrainian. She's from Kiev. Rob is zero percent actually Russian, yeah, except that Ukraine. American. But Ukraine was part of Russia at the time you were born, so you were yeah. justified in saying you were Russian. Do you still have any yeah. family there or no? I personally do not have any family, but I have friends who have family, and they are not doing well. They are very much freaking out, and what sucks is that the Ukrainians have kind of been cut off from information, so they're hitting up my friend to send them updates about what's going on in their country because they yeah. can't access it. And Dusty also asked about Mama Sid. Yeah, she's Belarusian, but she is definitely Team Ukraine in this. Now, also, yeah, I think all the satellite USSR states that are now sovereign nations are pretty much Team Ukraine in this, right? Well, yeah. I think the president of Belarusia is a pretty big, like, Putin lackey. Mm -hmm. so I don't know that the people. I meant the people, is, yeah. Yeah, the people, I think, are all. Team I feel like even the, most of the Russian people are, are Team Ukraine. There's been a crazy amount of protests, which 
I think is so brave for Russian people to go out straight like, up arresting th- those people. Yeah, like it's one thing, you know, to protest in the US where, you know, we it's already dangerous, but yeah. Some rights, but it feels so much more dangerous mm-hmm. to do so in Russia and like to have signs <laughs> like fuck Putin or what like you know, you think, you know, we 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 laugh about freedom of speech here like there there is a <laughs> intense lack of freedom yeah. of speech so it, it, it's even braver for those people to go out there mm-hmm. uh dallas in the chat asks what is russia trying to do with chernobyl they took it back today they have the rights to the hbo miniseries is that what happened <laughs> fucking putin god damn it <laughs> It's like, how are they really going to do another season of that? <laughs> yeah. I felt like there was much closure with it. Prequel. Mm. Uh, I also, you know, there was a nice little joke for a while that we assumed that Louis C.K. Oh, was yeah. in the in Ukraine. Is it Ukraine or the Ukraine? It's, it's Ukraine. The, no, the. No, yeah. The. Uh, That's another, uh, like... Uh, westernization of it of a word that's not western so uh louis ck apparently had show scheduled in kiev earlier this week i thought <laughs> as if they haven't been through enough uh because he's doing a he has a new hour he's doing a bunch of material all over the world here in the u.s too mm-hmm. uh and uh apparently there was an email sent out Saying that the shows would go on a schedule. This was like the day the bombing started, mm-hmm. and and then like shortly after, there was news that any male age eighteen to sixty couldn't leave the country because they had to join the military. <laughs> and I just imagine, like, imagine if like Louis C.K. has to be out there fighting for Great. Ukraine. That's like fantastic. I saw, I saw a tweet. Like I want to see a Tiananmen Square incident, but it's Louis C.K. in front of a tank jerking off. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what happened is uh, he wanted to do the show still, and he he asked, he petitioned the government or whatever, and he was like, "Can I still do my show?" And they were like, "No, what are you crazy? There's a war going on. You can't." And he just whipped out his material and did it anyway. <laughs> 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 Uh, I want uh, Speculum Fight points out, ask Native Americans trying to protect their water rights about how safe it is to protest in the U.S. Preach! I'm not I'm not yeah. defending the U.S. and their censorship at all. I'm just saying that Russia is even worse. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we, I, uh, I think I should also add to that, that like, yeah, we even preface that by saying, like, you know, it's already bad here in the United States. We're not saying that it's not that we're not saying this is an explicitly free country for protests. Yeah. If you yeah. watch 2020, you know that's not the case. Just saying that, you know, we still have our constitution hasn't eroded so far that they can just round you up and shoot you, yeah. which they can do in Russia. Just as Buffler points out, Sean Penn is also in Ukraine. It's kind of funny to me, but at the same time, I'm like, dude is putting his money where his mouth is. He's been there for like over a month. It's not like he just got there. Yeah, but the problem is he's in a bar arguing politics with Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's not really accomplishing anything. Yeah, yeah. He's he was just there for sex tourism and then it happened to have a war breakout. He's like, all right. Yeah, got a camera goes, on me, I'll film. 
he's always doing sex tourism and then politics just happens where he happens to be <laughs> and then he looks he looks like he's some policy genius or whatever or he's like the forest gump of sex tourism <laughs> he was or in the room he... with masha when her asshole exploded <laughs> oh, no! igniting world war three i knew the cinematography on that <laughs> fucking chatterbait window was top notch you got to give him that he knows his optics he's a great cinematographer <laughs> It's like there's got to be somebody holding that camera the way it's zooming in at all the right angles. For whatever else you want to say about Sean Penn, he knows his <laughs> asshole angles. Asshole angles? Can that be the show title? No. <laughs> okay. Maybe just angles. We don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about metal injection getting a negative publicity anymore. We can put curse words in there. Rob, how relieved were you this week between Mark Lanigan dying in this war that you didn't have to do any rockers react <laughs> to the Ukraine bombing rockers react to the death of Mark Lanigan you didn't have to do any of that shit the freedom uh, you must feel is just mwah. the top 10 band shirts seen in the UK the, the Ukraine scramble <laughs> to avoid bombs uh, I have been very happy with not having to deal with day-to-day drama especially this stuff especially like yeah dealing with writing about finding like a metal angle <laughs> for the ukraine bombing or or yeah like I, I absolutely i that absolutely crossed my mind on how like oh man if i was still uh involved with metal injection you know i would be sitting here right now gathering tweets about <laughs> artists re- like david draymond's reaction to the ukraine bombing <laughs> Rob, but just the first few weeks, Rob was reflexively just writing articles because he thought he had to. He's got like he's got like forty thousand files about Joe Rogan right now sitting oh, in his computer. Rob. The Joe Rogan metal. Angle. Oh man, that's another thing. I'm so glad. I, it's been great to just not have to keep up with the uh, daily news cycle and just kind of do it at my own pace and like look up stuff that I just care about. Mm. Like what? Muffler asks, who are your top 30 Ukrainian bands? There's actually a really great Ukrainian metal scene. There's some well, there was. bands out there. Oh. <laughs> They're all buried under shrapnel now. And where is Ja? Has Ja Rule chimed in? <laughs> He's using ja it to promote his new uh, his new interest-free credit card. That's great. It's awesome. Well, he's, I'm sure he's doing NFTs now. Like, that's the Yeah. Oh, everyone has an NFT, so I'm sure he's on top of that. Or under it, if he's in Ukraine. No mentions of Ukraine on Ja Rule's Twitter, shockingly. It's as if he lives in a different world. The sitcom? (laughs) Maybe. Rebuilding? He went to Hillman. Hillman. Oh, I'm sorry. He he did chime in. Oh. Let's, Let's let me load this right here. And very deep thoughts. Was Bill Cosby ever on a different world, like a crossover? He must have, to, have been. Might have to cancel that show. He was on it. Or at least those episodes. I'm sure there were episodes where Denise like called home. That was yeah. her name, right? Lisa Bonet's character? Yeah. Yep. Probably in the so first season. Just to War is ratings. not the answer. Let love rule. Very on brand. Wow. Big, bold stance there. He's against war. Vladimir Putin is guilty of... What? Murder! <laughs> also, I like no? the let, let love rule. He uses every heart emoji, including heartbreak, fire heart, like bandage heart, gift heart. Like, <laughs> I think he should stay away from fire. That's not probably not a good association. 
Murder. <laughs> Let love rule. Now he's quoting like shitty Lenny Kravitz songs. More Lisa Bonet connections. Look at that. Everywhere we look. Yeah. In fact, the, uh, uh, Zelensky and his boys in that video, they were on the Lenny Kravitz uh, soundstage uh, when they recorded in the Bahamas. They, <laughs> they pretended to be in Ukraine being brave. Oh, there's a false flag. How sad. Pussy. Stay in Ukraine. Come on. Uh. Palm trees in the background. <laughs> Uh, in my background. Well, we talked about David Draymond. Uh, <laughs> wait, don't, don't, wait, don't gloss over what you just said. There's palm trees in your background. Well, not totally. I mean, like, I'm in LA, so they're in the window. I don't want to rotate the camera. My mic will fall out. You mean you're not in Ukraine? Standing with I'm not in Ukraine, Ukraine. no. I, I am not as brave as uh, Sean Penn. Bravely banging uh, s- uh, sex workers. Well, that's Ukraine. why Rob would go to the Ukraine. Ah! <laughs> I don't need Ma- to go to Ukraine for sex workers. Uh, just- come in! <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Masha, sorry. I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> Isn't it like a whole different level of excitement, Rob, though, if the sex worker you're banging might possibly be a distant cousin? I. <laughs> that's big not country. at all. Not at all. Yeah, that's- coward. So you wouldn't mind banging your uh, distant cousin? I wouldn't I want no to. I have no interest. I do. Okay, I, interest. I, I, but I, like I, if you found out, you wouldn't be all that bothered by it. I'm I might. I might regret sharing this momentarily, but oh, I'm get a shit. little personal. Uh, you know, obviously, I've I've come out on the show. I'm I'm gay, and uh, it's the the biggest heartbreak to my mother was that you know she wouldn't have grandkids. <laughs> So, you know, we've we've discussed uh surrogacy, you know, like different adoption, you know, like different methods. And <laughs> one thing she brought up to me very casually, she was like, Oh, me and your dad were talking, and you know, he has a lot of family in Iran. And oh boy. Uh, what if you know, what if there's like a distant cousin and like we bring her, we fly her out and we have her be your surrogate and i'm like what are you fucking saying what are you saying the whole point of surrogacy is you can control who the fuck like of all the options like that like i i i like don't even go there no i was like mm-hmm. and also like your sister's right here why would you need to find oh, someone yeah. else <laughs> I mean, what else is go- she doing? Like, well, the, it doesn't have to whole- be her egg. You could implant, you could get an egg from a donor and then put it in her and she carries the baby. Oh, dear. That's not incesty or anything. It's just it's weird. Just weird. <laughs> it's just I guess. Weird. I mean, that depends on your relationship with your sister, I guess. Yeah, how much do you love yeah. your sister, Rob? Well, what was so funny is like, oh, think you'll save a bunch of money because you wouldn't have to get like an American surrogate. I'm like, mom, this is not one area where I'm looking to save a bit of money. Yeah, you know? Worth the expense, I would say, <laughs> yeah. to not have your sister carry your baby. <laughs> we like a long distance relative. Like, who <laughs> There's a fantastic comment in the chat, Rob. The most recent one, please read it. Read it. Just say it. Mama cousin. Mama cousin. <laughs> <laughs> which one's the mama and which one's the cousin? That's the episode title, by the way. Mama cousin. <laughs> uh, there actually, I saw there was like a viral story going around that reminds me of these two sets of twins, the, uh, you know, a, a male set of twins and a female set of twins that got married 
and they had children and biologically the children are both cousins and siblings because they share the same dna mm-hmm. how are they- and they all live in the same house oh. hold on let me look up how could they can't be siblings though siblings have the same parents like literally are you saying because they're but like don't identical just by the like- g the the genes make it like just right. by i understand it's close yeah, but i of these animals hold on i just yes, I'm think that like identical twins still have slight variations right identical twins married identical twins now their children are cousins and siblings maybe once this video That's... look at all this where is the new all i see is ads here where's the story okay now what happens if the cousins oh, fuck dear. each other are these people have to be mormon right Identical twins Brianna and Brittany, who married identical twins Josh and Jeremy. Do you wonder? Do you think they do couple swapping? Do you Uh, think they do accidental couple swapping? Yes. I think if you honestly, I've never dated a twin or anything, but I think if I think if you know both of them that intimately, you can tell which one you're. Yeah, I've known I've known a few pairs of twins, and once you really get to know them, you absolutely can tell the difference. It's Mm -hmm. not. It's not that hard. Like the per- their personalities and their just lifestyle choices, you will notice. But these people have chosen to live together and wear all the same clothes, so I don't know <laughs> if you can tell by the lifestyle. Choice. Yeah, and also Rob, tell them apart a little bit. I would say Rob. Also, the lifestyle and the personality can be faked. They, can, yeah, but you, can, but I think they have little things in their faces that you can see. Yeah, yeah, no, that that as well. I agree. The one on the right uh, looks like she has a lazy eye. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know this. The sisters had dated non-twins or singletons, as they call them. Jesus. But God. always dreamed of marrying another set of identical Ugh, twins. That's so gross. Creepy. That's like Peter Griffin going like, uh, we call a lower IQ people nummies. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a lot of people in the dating world, specifically singletons, they're looking for their other half. We each already had another half, a literal other half. It's not and a other. Each- hold on. Hold on. Identical twin is not an other half. It's a double of you. It's like another hundred percent of you. It's not an other half. That's not what yeah. the other half is. And we each previously had experiences where dating people who were annoyed that it was uh, it was not them who was considered the other half. Gee, I wonder why. But the four of us all understand the twin thing. So you got four halves. Oh that God. means there's actually if, two people. If I was dating one of these twin girls, I'd be like, "Well, the thing with me is I like having sex with a whole person, so I need both halves in the bedroom, please." <laughs> If you can make that happen, we're good. So we did... parent trapped ourselves, and everything is nonstop. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So did they, so they had kids. The kids are twins. Yes, they had kids at the same time. And they're all. Twins. I think they only had one. I did, I don't think they had twins. They just had they one. Each, each had one child. But the yeah, children are twins of each other. Now go yes. back. There's four well, kids not... standing there. Look at that. What's that? I think this is different. Hold on. Let's see. Those are let's probably. Oh, they are all. This is disturbing. I think they each had a set of twins. And had a double wedding and invited close friends and wow. family members who are also twins. So yeah, there's something going yeah, on. There's like a bunch of twins. I'm not this a scientist. Like a I can't put my finger on it, but there's something weird about that gene pool there. Yeah. And yeah. we're only friends with other twins? What? Can we get it's, Putin it's... to bomb that wedding? Please? Yes, please. <laughs> Do something right for the world. Use your Drone aggression strike. For Let's good. go. Send yes. in the Russian tanks. That's Rob's grinder profile name. <laughs> Russian tank. I'm mm. a ta- I'm a tanky when it comes to uh, getting rid of that weirdness. 
<laughs> Dating is hard, says Dusty Rosewaffler. I would agree. Aww. Tell us more, Dusty. What, what What's troubling you? We can give yeah. you advice. Poor guy. Yeah, let's call in. Let's talk about it. Well, we can't take calls, can we? No, not so. Did I do that we'll two weeks in a row? I'm sorry about that guy. You can email us. Yes. What's the email address, Robert? The email address is rapaliveCast at gmail.com. You can also send us a voice memo if you want us to play your voice or a video. This is 13 years of uh, habit. I apologize for that. Uh, we do. We, we could. We have an email. Looks like from uh, from Rob. We could read a little later. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I think that handles the. Oh, and today's Leroy's birthday. Happy birthday, Leroy! Wow, happy birthday! How old are you, you old fuck? Where'd you find that out? What did he email, email you saying it was his birthday? No, it's on Facebook. We're Facebook friends. <laughs> Okay. How old is he now? He doesn't list it. Oh, shy guy. He's 51. (laughs) I believe it. Happy 51st Uh, birthday. Yes. And, uh, oh, Jesse Rosemuffler says you'll email us. All right. I just want someone associated with this show to be older than me. That's all. For once. Mama Raba. I, all right, she's tangentially related. Yeah. Something. All of our parents, you know, exist. That doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, actually, before we move on to Disturbed, I do want to mention that I ran into a familiar face while I was here in L.A. Oh. Uh, and someone who longtime listeners of the show may recognize. Put this up. Here we go. Here's from our Instagram page. If you follow us on socials, or Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, you would have seen this video yesterday. So that's a reason to follow us. Yeah, fuck that band. That band's a bunch of fucking D-bags, dude. All right. That's Chris Arp from Psyopus, the guitarist of Psyopus. You don't like Psyopus either? No, they fucking write no. Like, ooh, two notes, three notes, 20,000 notes. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, fuck Psyopus. You're right. Literally, have sex with him. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Now, Dust- what was the like the setup for this video? Like, did you just start filming and that's what came up, or what would? How did you prepare him? Yeah, I told him that there's a joke on my podcast that I joke hate Psyopus, in quotes that I hate Psyopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met up with him here. The crazy, you know. So I'm in LA for two weeks, not really here for anything in specific, just kind of to hang out see friends, maybe do a little networking, but no agenda. And it's been pretty interesting because I've just found a friend to hang out with or something to do every night. Like I've done more socializing than I would ever do in New York. Like I think maybe of the two weeks here, I maybe spent one night like at home base. I've just been going out and I've been really tired, but it's been it's been really cool. Like people be reaching out, like, "Hey, you're in town. We should meet up." And Chris Arp was one of those people. Like, "Hey, I'm doing some recording. I'm in Hollywood. Uh, do you want to meet up?" And we met up for lunch, and it was really great to connect and talk to him and see what he's up to. And I'm curious to hear his new material, which he's not letting anyone listen to until he's totally done with it. 
Is it still Psyopus or is it something it's else? It's not Psyopus. It's a new project that he's doing. But he might also do Psyopus, a new Psyopus. He said that Psyopus uh, owes their record label one more album. Hmm. So there might be a new Psyopus. But they're not like, actively together? They would just do this out of obligation and then break up? Or what? I don't know what the they, deal is with that. They've done shows every once in a while, but no, they haven't played in a little bit. So everybody, you know, keep your eyes peeled for that <laughs> new album from Psyopus that they have to do contractually, I'm sure. They don't have to do it. Over. They no? don't have to do it. They just don't get paid if they don't do it. If they want to do another album. It has to be ha- on this label. Yeah, it has to be on this label. But yes, they don't, they're not contractually obligated to do another album. Correct. Okay. They're, they're on the, they, it, yeah, it's like a, if, if they do one, it, they could only release it on. They would well, be a breach of contract by not releasing it on, on this label. Well, that's in that any contract. That's just you can always just decide to break up and not make music anymore. Is but you right, know, you, right. And what label um, is this? Metal Blade. Um, and so that was really cool. It was really cool to hang out with him. So and, am I correct uh, in understanding that this is like? So he's never heard of that joke before. That you don't like Psyopus and you're faking it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all these years. I mean, that's from like the first year of our show, that joke. Yeah. How do you remember season... how it started? I don't either. Season one. I, I think, think it was, was just, just like one of those. They were one of my favorite bands. So you just joke that I like the way you I feel like it must have been like we played one of their songs on the show and I'm like, there's no way you actually like this. Yeah. That I kind of a thing. That. I just I thought Psyopus was like a, a like, a textbook 101 example of like a metal injection band at that time and mm-hmm. like sid's joke was that you don't like any of the bands you cover so that became the go-to joke for that joke probably yeah i could believe that because it's true <laughs> you don't like that band you like you could like the people in the band oh boy. as people to hang out with even sitting in a car with him is not proof enough for sid no <laughs> Look, Dusty uh, said, uh, is this carpool karaoke? <laughs> Rob, you're James Corden now. How do you feel? Oh, about no. What a, that, that is maybe the most offensive thing anyone has ever said to me. Which one of us is Reggie Watts then? Is he still on that show? Oh, is he? I'd love to be Reggie for him Watts. For his career. Very talented. It seems um, to me a little bit like, uh, well, Reggie Watts, I was going to say Weird Al on um, uh, Comedy Bang Bang, but mm-hmm. Reggie Watts was also on Comedy Yeah. That's so, right. no, never mind. As was Kid Cuddy. Oh, that I didn't even know. I think at the end it was Kid Cuddy. Then hmm. there was maybe one other one. I can't remember who though. It's a good spot. There was a podcast of comedy bang bang that I stumbled upon that was uh that was on it. I'd slip my mind now. If I cut if uh, if it comes to me, I'll tell you. I had something to say, and it just went right out of no. my brain. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's on Comedy Bang Bang. He provided the Bang Bang. If he had been on Comedy Bang Bang, it, it would have may have saved all this. They could have just like improved out all of his aggression. <laughs> he he doesn't yes and enough. That's his problem. That's what it is. Uh, so yeah, uh, just to put a pin in my LA stuff. Uh, I, I've been doing a bunch of stuff in addition to seeing Chris Arp. I've been going out to shows. Uh, I saw the band Turnstile on Thursday. Oh, so you were able to get tickets. I saw you tweeted 
that you didn't have tickets. I didn't have tickets. The show was sold out. Uh, the resale prices were absurd. Absurd. How much? So I think the tickets were fifty, like a fifty dollars ticket was going for ninety dollars plus fees, which would make it a hundred and twenty dollars. Fuck that. And if I wanted a floor seat, it was like $200. And it's like, look, I really like Turnstile. Their album Glow On was one of the albums I listened to the most last year. But not worth $200. So I went on Twitter and uh, I, I put out the call. <laughs> and also, I, I want to recommend this for folks looking to get a good deal on a last-minute ticket to a show. Do a Twitter media. Oh, huh? No, I said beg uh, on social media. I mean, I paid for my ticket. I, I did a search on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The venue was called Novo, so I did Turnstile Novo, and there were people tweeting, "Hey, I have two tickets for Turnstile. Anybody looking? Hey, blah blah blah." And I just messaged one of them. And you also have to make sure they're not a bot. Like, like do a little investigation because there are scams like this. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I, I met this lovely hardcore girl. Who had a ticket to dispose of, and uh, she gave it to me for fifty bucks. Bless her heart. When you saw dispose of, how were they? <laughs> no, no, I just saw turnstile. Oh. Dispose of weren't playing, but <laughs> the, the the point of my story <laughs> is I later saw on Turnstile's Instagram story. First of all, they were so great, and this was the first show, the first metal show or hard rock show or hardcore, whatever you consider them, uh, that I went to where people were like singing along to all the songs and i forgot how awesome that was you mean <laughs> since covid since covid yeah okay. yeah like all the shows that i've been to haven't really been the type of bands that would have sing-alongs i guess kill switch engaged last week i saw they also had some sing-alongs which was really cool but that was a, it was a different vibe than this this was a little more intimate and uh it was so fun and powerful just to be a part of the energy of like the whole room being in on on it and like singing along and being a part of this one thing and like just feeling the energy back and forth with the crowd and the band it was a very special moment and it it made me remember how much i love live music and how great it could be when you take away all the shittiness like waiting in line forever paying 15 dollars for a drink all that stuff rob that that doesn't matter that wasn't energy you're feeling. That was COVID particles hitting you in the face. <laughs> uh, LA, I gotta say, LA seems much better about masking than New York. Everyone, not everyone around me was wearing a mask, but the majority of people were. And even at the wrestling show I went to yesterday, there was a good amount of people wearing masks. Well, so, so GCW. Yes, I went to GCW last night. Uh, but one, one other thing I want to mention about the Turnstile show. So I looked on their Instagram after, and Demi Lovato was there. Nine, non-binary pop star Demi Lovato was there. And they were sitting not two rows in front of me, and I, I didn't mm. notice them. Yeah. Uh, and so that was pretty funny. Just How'd you find out there were two rows in front of you if you didn't notice them? Uh, they posted a video... And you were in it from the chair, and I could tell, like, it was the balcony. I was on the balcony as well. Mm. So they were in the first row of the balcony, of course. Was that the hardcore kid that sold you the ticket? The hardcore kid that sold me the ticket, not Demi Lovato. No, because the the ticket I got was a general admission one. Wait, uh, Demi Lovato was at the GCW show, or am I? No, Demi was at the Turnstile show. No, they like Turnstile. (laughs) Um, I wanted to say that you scrounging for tickets is uh, we're doing a podcast about it, a spinoff it's called Comedy Beg Beg. 
<laughs> I paid for the ticket. I'm not like I wasn't looking for a free ticket. But you'd have taken one. Sure, but I, I was ready to. Pay <laughs> you didn't have any didn't like want. label connections or industry connections that could have gotten you on the guest list. I did, but by the time I had uh, I had asked, they were like, "Hey, you know, it's L.A. The show is sold out. Our list is full." And so you did like, comedy. I, I, I totally, yeah, I totally get more. it. Well, no, I the way I do it now is I, I I just I don't I will pay for the ticket. I I could afford it now. I'm okay. Oh, humble uh, brag. But uh, like I just oh, want I like a. I want a VIP pass so I can hang out with <laughs> all the cool kids. That's Bob. all I asked for. You can't buy that. You can't buy that. No, I mean I, I think you probably can, but it's significantly more expensive. Than that. I don't. I don't, I don't also wanted to say about comedy. Bang bang. Uh, Colombian neckbeard said it was a podcast first. I'm mm-hmm. aware of that, but I was trying to think of. A, I had a thought about a specific podcast that I heard that I was going to say something about. And then it Alzheimer's right out of my brain. So that's why I moved on. But just wanted to explain that I was a fan of the comedy bang man. I actually like it better than the than the show, uh, the TV show, which I was like kind of underwhelmed by. Although it was had good episodes. Uh I don't know. What'd you think about it, Sid? Are you a big fan? I like the show. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't like my favorite. I watched every episode when it was on. I never listened to the podcast. I feel like there, so I can't compare. Some of the shows were it's like a big varying uh, uh, degree of quality. Like mm-hmm. some of them are great, like some of the best shit I've ever watched. And some of them are just like, you know, like fall flat. But anyway, sorry. I just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, you okay, uh, also, Dusty uh, Rose asked, what are Steven Seagal's thoughts up the tweet? I guess he hasn't chimed in. I haven't seen anything. From he might Steve. be on the front lines, for all we know. <laughs> you don't know. He's looking for Bobby Lupo in Kiev. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to this. This uh, David D. Rainman. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, tweet. Uh, let's see here. So I want you know we've talked. I'm so glad that David Draymond is back on uh, on the uh, the social media because uh, <coughs> oh <coughs> hey now. And now I now I get so much wonderful Zionist news <laughs> sorry I just needed to drink a little water but uh Draymond is uh kind of this weird like centrist kind of guy we agree on some things not on others uh but we're not here to talk about his politics because also disturbed is working on a new album <gasps> thank and god I've been waiting so long it has been quite a while and the fans are waiting <laughs> and they do have a lot of fans a- we can't joke about that yeah they are one of the biggest rock bands you know Inarguably, there's no argument there. There are no Alex Skolnick. Let's just say that <laughs> they certainly aren't. I love Alex Skolnick's music. I love Testament. I do. Love uh, Testament. That's a joke. also also. I believe Testament's putting out a new album soon. But anyway, so Disturbed working on a new album, and David Draymond goes, "Okay, <laughs> looking for themes in all caps. Looking for themes." For the new Disturbed tunes, 
What do you, the fans, want us to write about? Oh, I don't know. How about you write your own fucking album and I'll listen to it? <laughs> Did you try that one? Now, I'm going to give a little a little peel back behind the curtain here. And I want to say, like, when we, we, we're on the show, you know, here on the show, sometimes we're like, oh, who should we have as a guest? Who should we invite as a guest? Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Oh, ask the fans. It is... Look, admittedly, a little lazy for us, but we're a tiny fucking podcast. I have never, ever seen a band the level of disturb, like uh, a Grammy Award multi-platinum band, be like, hey, what should the lyrics be for? We're out of ideas, but we want to make more money. So what What should we do? Who does this? This is like this, this tweet shows that this is absolutely 100% unfiltered David Draymond because no manager, no booking agent, no no publicist would allow their artist to post this. Can you imagine? They <laughs> That's not bad enough. You got to listen to this shitty album. You got to write it, too. Can you let Lady Gaga be like, hello, little monsters, working on new music. What do you think I should write about? Do I get royalties if I write this fucking song for you? Yeah, think? exactly, right? Do you get songwriting credit? Lady Gaga doesn't write her own songs. Yeah, she, she does. Her writer would be your the tongue. one that. Bite your tongue, Sid! Jesus Christ. Don't you dare. Touch, touch the Bradley narrative. Cooper writes her songs. I saw that movie. I know what's up. Uh, and I love that people are answering genuinely. Like there was this. What is it? A song needs to be written about called "Sunflower Seeds." Rob, is that you? Did you guys see this? Oh, found your alt account. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. This uh, Ukrainian woman started stepping to uh, a bunch of Russian soldiers. Let me let me load up this this original tweet. We're (laughs) we're veering off course. But imagine a disturbed song about the <laughs> So she's basically she's telling the Russian soldiers, like, uh, you know, why did you come here? And she tells them, asks them why they came to our land and urges them to put sunflower seeds in their pockets so flowers would grow when they die on Ukrainian land. Uh, Hell yeah, uh, Baba! That's cold blooded. I'm not a botanist. I guess it doesn't like we don't have to play it, but you get it. I'm surprised the soldier didn't just shoot her right in the face. <laughs> yeah. Because they stand there with a machine gun. I got your sunflower that. seeds right here, man. Yeah. That's balls. Uh, I like NFTs, whiskey, and touring with your band. Any of that would be cool. Really? I just disturbed to write oh, about this is, Oh, I'm sorry. To be clear, this is Sinister Gates. This is the guitarist of Avenged Sevenfold writing. <laughs> giving giving oh my God. lyrical ideas to disturb. Oh, my God. Why don't you write a song about NFTs, you big jerk? What would a song by Disturbed about NFTs sound like? What would that even be? Like, wow. would it just be him listing his favorite, like... NFTs he's bought like I can understand if he wanted Disturbed to release NFTs but even worse than that what would a song a Disturbed song about touring with Avenged Sevenfold be about (laughs) why would they write that is that what the band was I'm sorry did I yeah yeah I I could have I could see their fans (laughs) being into that subject matter at least 
stories but of like the lead singer having sex with underage girls and stuff like that. <laughs> I guess there could be story, but like what? Like I don't know. It just seems off for Disturbed to be singing about a lesser band. Is no the way. No, no, no. Event Circle is not lesser. They're, they're on e- they're on equal footing, if not bigger. Oh, okay. I would they're have never very, very that. popular. That's how much out of it I am in the in the 15 the, years ago. Here's how seen. here's how popular Event Sevenfold is. Uh-oh. When Metallica was doing their Orion Music and More Festival, mm-hmm. the second day headliner was well, the co-headliner was Event Sevenfold, right? And there were so many kids on the second day that I didn't really see kid like teenagers, young adults kind of people. Uh, and I remember for Metal Injection, we were walking around and we were doing a segment asking people their favorite Metallica song. And we went up to multiple Event Sevenfold fans and we're like, what is your favorite Metallica song? And they were, they were just like, uh, I don't know. I've never heard Metallica. I don't know. They're I'm cool, here, I guess. I, I'm just here for Event Sevenfold. So it blew me. They have a very, very hard Wait, who blew you? fan base. Nobody blew me at Orion Fest, unfortunately. That's sad. Specifically that festival, nobody blew me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten any... I've had, I have not had any sexual encounters at a at a metal concert. You never used your mic wielding uh, power and prestige to uh, get some ass. No, because I was closeted, so oh. I, <laughs> I was showing that aspect of me. Sure, now fine. If there's a hot, <laughs> any hot guys at a show that want to make out in the bathroom, let's do make it. out. It's not making out. You're getting getting head. Sure. I'm making out. What are you, 16 years old? Make out. I like, well, what is there's this? nothing wrong with making out. What's wrong with making out? Necking, necking with your main squeeze at the sure. turnstile show? First yeah. base. I'll, I'll get a hickey. I'm not going Again? Past, I'm not going past third base, though, at a concert. That, that seems like too much work. I had a friend. I may have mentioned this on the show before, but he used to uh, say that like the grown-up version of, uh, of the bases is that like if uh, getting anal is a triple because it's okay. harder than a home run to achieve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it cannot make a baby. That's true. So then uh, what second? I don't know. I don't. I don't. He had a whole hierarchy of delineations and baseball analogies, but I don't remember. Okay. That's the only one I remember is that anal sex was a triple. Triple, but like uh, traditionally, a triple is just oral sex, right? I think it's no. I think uh, it was kissing his first base, feeling up a girl's tits was second base, uh, fingering the girl was third base, and sex was intercourse was a home run. We at that age, young boys aren't considering giving oral sex yet, right? And at the age, selfish, and the age where you have real sex, you don't do the baseball thing anymore. But this guy was very immature, so he was like thirty-five doing an anal is actually a triple, you know. Explaining it in like a dissertation, you know. <laughs> Mindy, Mindy Mayer was the one telling you these things. He had that accent, nah, not quite. He had he was just like a very high. I could tell you so many stories about this guy. His name, his name was uh, we called him DJ and Danny. His name was Danny. I think I've told a couple of stories about him. He was came over, club guy. He, yeah, he came over to my house once because he owed me like a hundred and fifty dollars. He owed me hundred fifty dollars, and I thought it was he thought I thought it was a hundred. Like you got that hundred dollars for me? Says, it's a hundred and fifty. I just want to show you how honorable I am. He came over. <laughs> he brought it to my house. He walks through the door. He looks around. Oh my god! First time he's been in my house. I love. I love your kitchen. Can I? Can I play with your burner? He went to culinary school. <laughs> what? He went to culinary school. So he was in love with my stove. 
He's like, I, oh my god! He turns it on and off. I love your burner. That's like a high quality burner. And he turns around and goes to the bar cart. He's like, oh my god! You got a you got a rich person's bar cart. Oh my <laughs> god! Yo, I love your crib. I love it. He's like a very very nice guy. Very nice guy, but heavily addicted to drugs. Mm. Heavily addicted to drugs and totally inappropriate always talking about inappropriate things at the wrong time very sweet and lovable guy he's still struggling with drugs i i don't really talk to him anymore. i have a good good friend that's good friends with him and i get updates and he's like in a real bad shape he got fired from his job uh so pour one out for dj and danny but no. he's an incredibly nice guy very funny a lot of funny stories that i could tell you Sort of sounds like a cross between Mindy Mayer and the principal from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you just Those nailed it. Voices. Exactly, exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> i tell you another story. One time we were playing poker at somebody's house, like a, a home game. And he's there. And I think it was his birthday. And he picks up the phone. He's yelling at his girlfriend. He's like, I just want you to bring me my drugs. Oh, God. You know what you're getting into in this relationship. I don't treat you bad. I don't do anything. I just want to be a druggie and do my drugs. I just want to do my drugs. It's like, Butthead, wow. where are my drugs? Yeah. I'm not making God fun damn. of him. It's a very serious thing, but his theatrics always were a spectacle. Uh, wh- what kind of drugs? Uh, definitely like Coke. And I think he was into a little bit of heroin. He would always nod off. In fact, I got another story. Okay. I was playing in a game, a poker game with him. And he was so fucking wasted that he was like basically waking up to, to make his poker action and going back, running to the couch and going back to sleep. So I was in a huge, gigantic hammer talking probably the pot wound up being like over a thousand dollars between every street of betting. He would run to the couch Run back. It's his turn. Look at his cards. Make a bet and go back to the couch. And the last bet of this hand, I guess I like jammed all in or something. He comes back from the couch, half asleep, looks at his cards. He goes, "Hi, Cole. I got a straight biatch." He throws his cards. (laughs) I lost a thousand dollars on this hand, and I'm like, "Okay, but." Why do I gotta be a biatch though? He's like, You're right, Darren. I'm sorry. That was so out of line of me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I got excited how much money I want. I'm so sorry. You're a good guy. You're not a biatch. It's all that heroin he could buy now with that money. I guess heroin. I don't know for if I don't want to disparage him with the wrong drug, but it seemed like heroin. He definitely did a lot of coke. He definitely had DUIs and stuff. You know. Damn. Very sad story. He I could like be even drinking trash. Yeah, he's oh, that no. guy. He's D. He's that guy, but like D. White trashified and New York scumbagified. Mm. It's just a different breed of white trash. Yep, cousins. He's a very like he had a ton of money. He got like his father was loaded, and his father passed relatively young in like his late fifties, and left him like over a million dollars, and he Damn. blew through it like oh. within a year or two. Very sad story. Very great guy. I'm not saying these stories to disparage him. It's just because it's entertaining. You know, he would also think himself entertaining. And he was very self-conscious. I'm talking about him like he's dead. He he's not really in my life anymore. But he was very conscious of himself and his how he looks to people. Knows he's a DJ and feels bad about it. Uh, 
So I don't mean to disparage him. He's a terrific guy with a great character that just has a bad substance abuse problem. It's a shame. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get him on the show next week. I can look into it. I don't have his number anymore, but I can yeah, ask a friend of a friend. You can get his uh, dealer's number. I'm curious. <laughs> oh, I'm still too afraid to do Coke uh, with the, all the fentanyl scares. I'm, yeah. I'm still staying away. But you're a fan of Coke, right? Like you. Sure. I, I mean, <laughs> I, like, I dabble. In theory. Oh, I don't even Tell know the what. kids how great it is, Rob. I don't know if it's great. It's a part. I mean, it helps Danger. if you like to party. Uh, it certainly allows you to continue partying and feel good about yourself. But then there is a recovery. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not all great. It sucks the next day. I have to also throw one thing in. I've never done Coke and I know, but I know people close to me that have done Coke and it's like not for everybody. You have to say that because even Absolutely. good Coke, even like top of the line Coke has an effect on your brain like it's very addictive and some people can handle that and it's not a problem for them and other people cannot handle it i mean if you do it once you're not going to get it it's not like one of those things where if you do it Um, twice you don't get addicted no i don't mean i don't mean chemically addictive essentially although it is somewhat it is chemically addictive but but it's not it's not but it's the sometimes the idea of coke can get into your head and people have gotten addicted to it from that i would sure. say from a few I, I agree years. i agree you have to have some mental stamina because yes especially if you do it a few days in a row you're just going to want to keep doing it and you have to kind of cut yourself off rob so you you're a, get, i'm sorry go ahead. you don't get you don't get the habitual addiction and Rob it's something is, I'm ve- I'm very concerned of myself. Like I obviously yeah. don't want to be that person. So. Well, the reason I say that is because you know we have an audience, and I think Rob, you're and I say this as a positive thing. You're one of the most mentally stable people that I know. You have one of the best positive outlooks and mental state of minds that I the know. The best brain. He's got the best brain, best words. Best yeah. and the brightest. You are, but I'm being sincere. Like you, but you Thank also, you. but you also have a, a great ability to handle things that people do not have. And at, at oh, large. absolutely. So I well, another another way I prevent myself from being a coke addict is I don't know anybody who sells coke. I just know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll uh, oh. like I just have friends who know people and and and, and people that I trust that that believe in quality. Because <laughs> it's like if I'm putting something up my nose, I would rather pay the extra, you know, twenty to fifty dollars for the right. not cut stuff. That's all the difference is. Uh, well, I mean, you can get you can get an eight ball for fifty. You can get an eight ball for a hundred. You can get an eight ball for one hundred fifty. Well, what do the Hollywood stars pay like for the best shit in the world? What's the that? most I paid for an eight ball? Uh, well, not like that I paid, but I've like split. <laughs> You know the like I'm not buying it for myself, but I split it with the Iron Sheik. It's like a hundred, hundred twenty, something like that. Would you give the Iron Sheik a little bit of coke? Or, or half <laughs> oh, it would be an, it would be an honor to do. Uh, I'd give him more than a little bit of coke. Although I don't know at his age if his heart can handle it. Yeah, he's want to be the guy who finally killed the Iron Sheik. Dusty uh, Rhodes Muffler says you uh, you love to give brain too, and also <laughs> asks if you have tried uh, ketamine. I have tried ketamine when I was younger. I didn't really get the, the, like I I wasn't into it. The disassociation didn't work for me. I just laid down and stared at my ceiling, and I was like, "Well, this." I believe the first time I ever heard of ketamine was from Rob talking about it. I think. Oh really? 
Well, I mean, when I was in my younger days, in my early 20s, I definitely knew a few people that ended up being drug dealers and uh, experimenting heavily with drugs. And some of those stories did not end very well. So it was it was very much a, a wake up call. Like I did have a very good friend of mine who unfortunately overdosed. Uh, and it was it was a, a, a big bummer and a wake up call to me. I remember that. <clears throat> but yeah, I've just been smoking pot. I've been <laughs> the the pot here in California is so good that I I I've been I had been smoking so much that I cut myself off. <laughs> I was like, all right, Rob, the next few days you are not smoking until like five p.m. Can I ask why? Like, what time. what were the real world effects of you smoking too much on your trip? I just felt a little drowsy in the morning. Like, oh, I'm so tired. It's like, well maybe don't smoke a joint to the face waking up and then you'll, you'll feel refreshed. Uh, so yeah. And also it's been interesting trying to find my dispensary because like I mentioned previously, you know, it's, it's a whole new world now. Cause there's mom and pop shops. There's like the more corporate brand, like the franchises. Mm-hmm. And then there's like these, more like they're not quite mom and pop they're not quite a franchise but they're like a high-end boutique kind of dispensaries and uh in terms of pricing the mom and pop collectives have been the best but i've really wanted to try seth rogan's weed he has he recently launched a brand called houseplant and it's really really nice why is it nice uh, they're really all about aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Like I'll show because not only they don't just sell uh, weed, they sell uh, they sell like other products as well. Here, let me mm-hmm. load up a, you know load up the page so we can look at it. Uh, and and I'm just really into the the branding and all that. So uh, dressed like a nurse in this picture. What the fuck is going on? Seeing OR scrubs. So and he's actually also, the one making the weed. He's, he's pretending not to be. Yeah. He's oversee. He's like overseeing it. So uh, I'll get into this. So they're also selling like very trend. Like look at it. There's a two hundred dollar ashtray. <laughs> Is this buy. a live read? By the way, what's the promo code? No, there's no promo code. <laughs> you know they're making all of these high end products, so it's very interesting. I mean, he's just putting his name on it and like funding. No, it. he's very involved, like with the the strains themselves. Uh, he personally handpicked all the strains. Jesus like, Christ! And so, and, and the packaging is so. So this is the packaging for the. These boxes are unbelievably difficult to open. I guess that's what I've noticed with these these weed boxes. They really try to make them childproof. Mm-hmm. So I, there's only one or two shops in LA that sell this weed. And and the one I went to was on Melrose. It's basically it looks like a fucking Apple store. And they have these like tables, but instead of like iPods in the tables, it's like, you know, a little nugget of weed with a description, like an art house. And there was this huge houseplant display. So I got I got the houseplant and it was so good. Like I am I at this point an expert uh weed smoker. You know, it takes a lot for me to feel stoned. I smoked this weed and I was like, whoa, this is really fucking me up. This is like, it's it's been a few years since I felt this level of high from, from a marijuana. So I was very impressed with the level of cannabinoids 
in the weed that I went back. And I was like, I'm going to get some more because this is the only weed I want to smoke right now. And when I went back, I was informed that they had just launched their pre-roll collection, which as you can see here. And what's so funny, like this is how seriously they take it. The, the bud tender was telling me that Seth Rogen himself taught all the rollers his specific way to roll the joint. So they're rolled in a specific way that Seth likes his weed rolled. Uh, and I was like, yeah, okay. And it comes in this fancy little carrying case. Let's see if they... Oh, look at these two fellas. Who's that other guy? Evan Goldberg. His, He's, his so partner. they're even partnering in this? It's not enough yeah. to write movies together? Yeah. Uh, and uh, what is going on here? How do I go back? Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, he personally hand rolls them. And I have to say, I really like how it's rolled because I feel with a lot of these pre-rolls, it's very easy to just have it canoeing or it, it's like not, Excuse not me? working. Canoeing? Yeah, it looks like a canoe where like one side of it is being lit far quicker than the bottom. So it's not an even, an even lit I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man, but yeah, I am lost. Really? Oh, my goodness, guys. I'm just guy. Canoeing is one like, uh, I know, it, I, it just, you, it, like you sparked a recall. On Here, my see, is like, it like canoodling? A, you see it? Here, like, like, see this joint, the bottom paper, the bottom of the paper isn't being properly lit, so it looks like no. a canoe, because only the top. So you oh, don't want that. Rob knows all about that. Uh, so his, so I highly recommend them. And if, uh, anyone at houseplant is listening, I would gladly accept an endorsement because <laughs> I very much like your product, but it is a premium product. I think, I don't think you can, you can only buy it. Uh, Dusty Rose Muffler says, can you buy this online? I believe there are delivery services and all that, but it's only in a few States. So, but I very much enjoy it. Uh, and Colombian Netgear points out, imagine all the extra weed you could buy if you bought a $10 ashtray instead. Agreed. I'm not buying all of any other fancy shit. But I, or just I, I like ash on doing. your coffee table and even save those $10. Just <sighs> dust it off into the garbage later with your hand like a, like a real man. That's a fair point. All right. Uh, let's get to our Spotify picks. Uh, every week, I didn't we get mouth herpes from the bong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't even remember where that's from. Can you get mouth herpes from a Seth Rogen bong? Uh, as far or as I know, they... they do not sell bongs, but do they sell mouth so. herpes <laughs> at the moment? They do not. That's good. Hey guys, I like drugs. That's that's the summary for this week's episode. <laughs> uh, so our Spotify play every week each of us picks a song we call it the RAPL Livecast Music Break you can uh, search for it on Spotify and you can get yourself a little taste this week uh, here's what I picked I picked Bon Jovi Bad Medicine <laughs> last night I went to the GCW show Game Changer Wrestling they were here in LA it was very fun to watch a wrestling show with an LA crowd, a little different than a New York crowd, but not too different. 
and do it was a fun to see stand up routine like New York wrestling fans walk like this. L.A. wrestling do one of those. Give us something like that. <laughs> no, Chris Rock uh, for us. No, and uh, also it was cool. So I saw that, and I saw some. Co- I saw Anthony Jeselnik earlier in the week, which was amazing. He's working on his new hour, and he has like twenty minutes on child molestation, and it's teetering. But it's fucking hilarious. Well, that's, so, that's and I, what he does. Yeah, and I feel like he's one of the only people that can get away with coming up with material around. You that. have to be really fucking good at it. Yeah, exactly. The jokes can't be hack, otherwise yeah. it's, it's like why bother. Yeah. Uh, but what's interesting is uh, opening for him was Joe Mandy, who I saw a week before, and he basically did his same routine that I saw the week before. You know, he's also testing out new material, but kind of with like. A few tweaks here and there, so it's very interesting to see his process. He's going on tour soon. Should I go? Yeah, I, I really like the material. It was really fun. It was definitely. I I definitely did not feel gypped either way. I miss him in my life. Um, he's on it. It's it's a reason to get on Instagram. So he's on Instagram. No, I don't miss him that much. Yeah. So my Spotify playlist was Bad Medicine. The reason I picked Bad Medicine is uh, Mexican Lucha Star. Lucha legend, Dr. Wagner, wrestled at GCW. This does not sound like a Mexican name. He, a lot he of is, them have that type of thing, you know? Like and, and I love that he came out to Bad Medicine because, you know, he's a, he's a doctor. <laughs> that was a big uh, thing, like, in the 50s and 60s of wrestling. There was always an evil doctor. Mm. That, like, people were scared of doctors and science, I guess, back then. And then we had Isaac Yankum. Yep. Doctor of Dentistry. Masked for a very long time. And then he's an unmasked. He looks daddy like there now. He looks like old CM Punk. A little bit. Well, CM Punk I was, looks I, like old CM Punk. <laughs> uh, I was very impressed with him because he is clearly of the era where he can get the crowd so excited, so jazzed up, and he barely did anything. Like <laughs> He he barely had, and it was really impressive to watch. And the song was just stuck in my head all fucking night. Because your love is like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I need. Oh, so this is carpool karaoke. (laughs) Yes, James Corden. Have at it. He sounds better than James Corden, though. I got to tell you. When you said bad medicine, it reminded me that uh, when I was in junior high, that was when that song was out. And uh, I I tried to write a parody of that song. (laughs) And it just shows you where my brain was at. Like I I had the ideas uh, that lead to parodies eventually, but I was so bad at it at also choosing uh, parody subjects because there was a a called John Davidson and it was the host of uh, Hollywood Square at the time. I just wrote us tried to write a song of the Yola is like John <laughs> I just it because it made no sense. It just fit the meter. So I was like, all right, that's worthy of a song. Like I had no standards at all. It's not interesting. John Davidson no is can... what you need. What can you yeah. say? <laughs> I wrote the whole song. <laughs> Everything I could think of about John Davidson, the host of Hollywood Squares. This is a lot of talk about his hair. I don't. Oh, I couldn't remember it to tell you. I have no idea what it was about. All I remember is that I stupidly wrote a song about a guy no one remembers or cares about. Five minutes later, <laughs> what is he up to now? Is he still alive, John Davidson? I mean, the way he was so preserved by like fucking facial surgery and everything looks like he's in, dipped in formaldehyde. He has to. He be is alive. eighty years old. He is still with us. 
I bet you he still looks exactly the same, but like with Botox. Yep. Totally. totally He's that right. kind of guy. He's like a mannequin. Oh, wow. That's actually a little older looking than I thought. But... So, yeah. Hey, actually, I, I got to give him credit. He seems like he didn't. Oh, that one. Yeah. He didn't do giving you that the blue steel much. look. <laughs> Magnum. Jeez, he looks like Fabio almost. He's got, he's got one move. Well, yeah, that guy. I wrote a song about him for some reason. It just fit the meter. That's the whole joke. It just sounded like bad medicine slightly. That's the whole joke. See, I'm more selective now. The son of two Baptist ministers, Davidson now identifies as an atheist. Oh! himself openly secular. Good for him. The anti-Steve Harvey. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So what's your pick, Darren? Oh, uh, I picked a, a band called uh, Sangre Azul, which is a glam metal band. Uh, I would say glam rock uh, from Spain. They're Spaniards singing Spanish. It's like listening to kind of like a Spanish skid row, I would compare them to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the song is called No Eres Nadie, which means you're nobody. Uh, and yeah, it's just like a fun fun 80s glam rock they were active like early 80s to like early 90s and just fun fun goofy stupid hair metal or hair more like rock hard rock rob i think you would like them if you don't mind that you don't understand what they're saying i think you'd like the vibe sid uh, I picked a new song by the Afghan Wigs, one of my favorite alternative bands from the 90s. They have a new album coming out, I guess, and they've released a single, and it's really good. It's called I'll Make You See God. It's a very good song. Is that about sexual exploits? I assume so. Most of their songs are. About orgasms? Probably. Have you ever seen uh, God when busting a nut, either of you? No. No. <laughs> or if, like, obviously not really, but thought you were? Uh, eh, maybe maybe once or twice. I've heard people say that. I don't really feel like I hallucinate or or have any otherworldly experience. Am I just like coming wrong? I don't. It feels <laughs> it feels yeah. great, but I don't like go into like another brain state or anything. Yeah, I've had intense orgasms, but nothing where I've seen God. I always stay firmly rooted to the planet Earth. Have you ever <laughs> seen Todd, Rob? No, never hooked up with a Todd. Rob wouldn't fuck a Todd. That's such a cliche name. I mean, sometimes, like, are, do you always know their name in advance? Or sometimes, <laughs> like, with grinders, right. it's just like a profile name and you That's show up. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. You may have don't know the name fucked, after the hookup. You may have fucked a dozen Todds, Rob. <laughs> that is, I, I have had hookups where as I'm leaving and the door is about to close, like, oh, by the way, I'm Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother uh, at that point? You got what you wanted. He's well, got to give him the business card. Again. Yeah. They might uh, be have, have a hookup at a record label or something. You don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would do that too. Oh, so we all got our Spotify picks. All right. Uh, and let's see. Uh, what was uh, Masha's pick for this week? <laughs> she picked Love and Rockets. <laughs> she didn't pick that. It was forced upon her. Poor girl. 
right. Remember to hit us up, ripalivecast at gmail.com. That's our email address if you want to hit us up. Did Dusty send that confessional email while we were podcasting or not yet? I didn't see any. I'll see. Let's double check. Oh, and you said we did get an email that you were going to read later. Yeah, we got one from Rob. Rob in the UK. He asked, what's the current COVID situation in America? Uh, And uh, he talks about how in England, if you test positive, you will no longer need to self-isolate. And he thinks that that doesn't seem safe. Yeah, they're basically turning off all the regulations in England, right? They've already turned them off here. (laughs) More or less. Um, in in the U.S., it's basically uh, vaccines, and we're doing absolutely nothing else for you to stop COVID whatsoever. Everything's open. Uh, you have to be vaccinated to go in a, a handful of places, and you have to be um, depending to, on the state. Right. It's all state to state. The federal government's doing absolutely nothing about it. And uh, and they're removing those things too. So basically, I feel it's basically you're on your own. If yeah. you want to take it seriously, don't go out. Don't don't stand next to people. But if you want to go out, you absolutely can do that now. Like mm-hmm. I've been out and about in LA. You do have to show your vax card, but it just seems like a formality. Oh, they barely glance at it. Yeah, like a grunt and a yeah. nod ninety percent mm-hmm. of the time. Um. But, but hospitalizations seem to be down. Yeah, deaths hospitalizations are down. down. Deaths are down. Yeah. Cases are down until the new variant arrives. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't get another one. Hopefully, uh, like every new variant is weaker than the last. That seems to be the way it's going, right? So, yeah, or de- less deadly. So yeah, that's we'll the COVID sitch. Um, I also want to mention our Patreon. Patreon.com slash RIP Livecast for five bucks a month. You get two bonus episodes a month. And they're fun epies. This month we did a viewing of Judge Steve Harvey. We watched. So basically, he has his own Judge Judy show. And the whole time he's like, Who let you guys on this show? And it's like, you did, Steve. You're the EP. You're the executive producer. You let them on. This is all just, your idea. Just like his talk show, Steve sat there and handpicked the most ridiculous people to complain about them, why they're on the show. <laughs> and uh, and so we watched. We tried to make it through two episodes. We couldn't get through the full second episode. But it was hilarious. We had a really, really fun time. And we really think you'll enjoy it. Also, this month, we do a watch-along of the movie Money Plane, starring Kelsey Grammer of Frasier fame and Adam Copeland of WWE fame. It is not a good movie, but it is an incredible watch-along. We have a very fun time talking about it. As always, we love to rewrite these movies to make them non-shit. And uh, it came Uh out very, very fun. I have to say... I'm sorry, Rob. Every... First of all, Dusty Rose Muffler in our Discord, not in the chat here, has said, uh, been using uh, Money Plane references oh for God. the last week and a half. <laughs> uh, and it's so funny. Every t- I've been doing it in my personal life. Just <laughs> I can't think of the like, movie what, Money Plane without laughing. What, what, are some of the, what are some of the funnier references? I'm sorry. Movie? He's putting me on the spot. I can't think of one specifically. Okay. But he just mentions Money Plane all the time. And it's just such a dumb 
fucking movie that like it immediately brings a smile to my face just to think about how shitty this movie is it's it's funny it's bad in all the funniest possible ways yeah they have it's a movie that takes place on a plane and they couldn't get a plane to shoot the movie in it's just somebody's house with a curtain put up just think about that just think about that that's all you need to know about this movie before you watch it there's a ton of great watch-alongs last month we did the fanatic the fred durst directed movie starring john travolta which was also not good but better than money plane better made it's very technically well more more coherent yeah Yeah. it's just Uh, john travolta's acting is what yeah yeah exactly uh, we also have a great roundtable discussion about all the Matrix movies. I think we really went into great depth and talk about how much we loved the first few and not so much the last few. Uh, some other uh, previous episodes that are available. You have access to all the bonus episodes uh, once you sign into the Patreon, including our watch along of the movie Hellaware. We have five different episodes of the Metal or the RIP Livecast Meme Hall of Fame, where we induct memes from our history uh like tons of great episodes we did one on mike francesa we did one on shlomo all the like uh, queen of vagina your boy bangs 9-11 never forget it don't fucking match so there's a ton of great stuff in there patreon.com slash rip livecast for five bucks a month and this and- tuesday this tuesday okay. we've got a watch along of the decline of western civilization part one coming out that's right. March 1st, we do a, a Decline in Western Civilization Part 1. I've never watched the first one in full. And I believe we did a watch along many moons ago of Decline in Western Civilization 2. Mm-hmm. Which that is, was one of the first ones. That was before you did Patreon. It was, it was when we yes. were doing audio, our audio-only show. And you can uh, we have, you watch the you movie sync and it up. sync with yeah. our audio. And that mo- that was that's arguably my favorite music documentary of all time. It's so great. Uh, that's where Chris Holmes. Movie, uh, um, that's right. That legendary Chris Holmes scene, and I believe the the uh, Decline of Western Civilization two watch along, which is free, which you can just search our archives for. Uh, we did that with Axel Rosenberg of Metal Sucks, who mm-hmm. provided some great input. But yeah, so part one, which was actually really really fun and really cool to watch, I never had seen it all the way through. I don't think, uh, and it was fun to to watch with you guys and, and learn about those bands. Dusty Rhodes Muffler in the chat with a apt comment that you accidentally named the file money train in the upload oh nice of money plane and so now he wants us to do a watch along of money train i i that's a fucking great that's movie, a good movie though. i don't think I that's it. worthy of a watch along yeah that's just, that's i love stuff. that movie I watch, I, i'm pretty sure i had like a vhs bootleg of it that i i like taped from a tv <laughs> airing of it that's how much i enjoyed that movie have you only about- seen the pg rated version Oh, maybe, maybe I, I, well, I only have. How about the uh, panel discussion? Since it's so good, perhaps, perhaps, young J Lo in that. Um. So yeah, so that's the five dollar month tier. For ten bucks a month, you get everything in the five dollar tier, and you get a shout out from us at the end of the show, which is right now as one of our top live cast fans of the week. How should we do this? I have a suggestion, Rob. I would like you to do this in the character of. Masha, the Ukrainian chatterbait model caught in the Ukrainian-Russian conflict. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but do it in, like, a sensitive way. Yeah, as if she's a war hero. Hello, my chatterbait. Thank you for the tip, Eric. 
Say, oh, Benjamin, do you want to make me horny, Benjamin? <laughs> El Duderino, can I get the five tokens? Oh, no. Please help! I me. No, I don't want to do that. That feels wrong. I can't do that. <laughs> I said you had to be sensitive, Rob. I said nothing about Darren being sensitive. <laughs> I'm just giving the app. This is what's going on. Yeah, ah, you are making me wet, Sam. <laughs> I am horny. Oh, let me put on Mindy Mayer skipper, but it will require fifty tokens. <laughs> Jander, welcome to the room. <laughs> Robert Ganush, aka Justin, you have to tip for that request. Please tip for all requests. Rob with just the dead on references to Cheddar Payton. <laughs> Dude is a pro. Oh, I have to go, but Shasur Shasus, it's only 10 more tokens until goal. <laughs> Tell someone that uh, it's 20 tokens for your Snapchat. Uh, private Snapchat for 20 tokens, Kettle DKF. Masha, how much does it cost a Russian soldier to uh, to chatterbait with you? Uh, I will chatterbait in private with Robo Vampiro for 300 tokens minimum. <laughs> oh. Hugo likes tacos. Do you want a taste of my Russian taco or my Ukrainian taco? Oh, fancy. <laughs> Lend the thanks. No, I will not do that. No, do not tip. I will not do that. No, not comfortable. <laughs> LaCroix. LaCroix, yes, yes, I, I, yes. Okay, no problem. Send me PM. <laughs> Corey and Scott H., you are two lovely children who I will not make any sort of joke about. <laughs> yeah. Doug. Wait, aliens are on the battlefield. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Doug, you are pig, man. Oh, you're banned from the chat. <laughs> yeah, block. Uh, and also, I wish Rob gave me hickey. That's 50 tokens. Uh, <laughs> he Doug... I wish Rob gave me the hickey. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Douglas, who are you, Levison? Why do you keep requesting without paying? No request from the Greys. Who are you? Hi, guys. It's Josh, my favorite tipper. Hello. Do I have a tip? I don't know. That's it. Just the tip? Wow, Masha, you are so brave for continuing (laughs) to do your needed sex work while all this is going on around you. Columbia Nephew writes, some real world building happening here. Very immersive. (laughs) (laughs) Like ASMR of bullets and vagina. Uh, But seriously, now that we've (laughs) been inappropriate, our thoughts are with the people of ukraine hopefully you're safe and uh, or you will be safe uh hopefully your your chatterbait can continue uninterrupted yeah. <laughs> soon in the future and we will be back next saturday and i will be on the east coast and more awake and uh, thank you as always for tuning in and we'll see you then bye-bye uh, bye. okay